be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, how good and right and joyful it is to gather into your presence this day, to be drawn close once again to Bethlehem, to hear the stories of prophets of old made true and tangible in the birth of a baby. We just pray now, O God, that your spirit guide and lead this time of worship, that you help us to critically think and actively listen so that we can radically love you as you've loved us. All these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. You may be seated. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary treasured up all the stories of Jesus in her heart, and rightly so, for she was his mama. From Jesus' miraculous conception and birth in a stable to his miracle-working ministry, wrongful execution, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into heaven, Mary pondered the treasure of Jesus. Then, at just the right time, she shared the treasures of her heart with Dr. Luke, who recorded her eyewitness accounts of the gospel that bears his name and in the book of Acts. The first Sunday, we pondered the treasure of hope, which is a light in the darkness twinkling with the promise of resurrection. The second Sunday, we pondered the treasure of peace, which pierces us with truth and heals us with grace. Last week, we pondered the treasure of joy, which is not dependent upon circumstances, but upon Jesus finding us and never letting go. This Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Advent, we ponder the treasure of love. First at the Advent wreath, and then in the scriptures and carols of the season. Today, I quickly want to ponder with you only one and a half verses that you'll find later in our lessons and carols. It's from the Annunciation of the Angel Gabriel to the Virgin Mary. Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. You have found favor with God. What does it mean to be highly favored by God? Well, the English words grace and favor are used numerous times throughout Scripture as translations for the word charis. But the words here for highly favored, they're just one word in the Greek. And this one word, charituo, which you can go ahead and forget about. But what's cool about that is this one word out of all 138,020 words in the Greek analytical New Testament Only this word only occurs twice in the whole thing. Now, from a grammar perspective, the purpose of a verb is to link a subject and an object. And I know you didn't come here for a grammar lesson. But in the Annunciation, the subject is God. The object is Mary. And the verb is what God is doing. God is highly favoring Mary. And the only other instance of this verb being used is in Paul's letter to the Ephesians when he writes, In love... God predestined us to be adopted as his children through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. What does it mean to be highly favored? To be highly favored means to receive God's freely givenness. 
To receive God's freely givenness is to be adopted among God's beloved. In that room in Nazareth so long ago, with the angel Gabriel announcing God's word to a 13-year-old Mary, before Jesus was born or even conceived, Mary had her first Jesus moment. Are you talking to me? Mary probably asked. Yes, Mary, I'm talking to you. Rejoice. God is not just gracing you with his favor. God is planting inside of you his freely givenness. Mary was to be God's treasure bearer. Mary was the treasure chest that would hold God's only son. She herself was not the treasure, only the bearer. She would carry the treasure of Jesus for creation, for humanity, for all of history. The treasure of God is his love, the incarnation of his word in human form. Tiny feet that would one day be crossed and nailed together. Tiny hands that would one day grow into the outstretched arms of a crucified king. A tiny manger with swaddling clothes traded for grave clothes and a garden tomb. And all of this swallowed up in a resurrection that defeated death and the power of sin. God did all of this because he wasn't just talking to Mary. God has favored all people to receive the treasure of Jesus. Those who receive the treasure of Jesus become highly favored by God and they're adopted into his beloved community. To receive the treasure of Jesus in your heart is to open the treasure of love. God's love is his freely givenness that highly favors all who receive him. With Jesus as our treasure, we can twinkle with the hope of resurrection. We can have a peace that pierces us with truth and Heals us with grace. We can manifest joy even during the darkest night of the soul because Jesus has found us and we can't lose him no matter the circumstance. And over all these treasures, we can put on love, which binds our Jesus together in perfect unity. Hope, peace, joy, they find their origin in God's love, his freely givenness, that highly favors us. Today we join with the prophets of old, the angels and the shepherds, Joseph and Mary, and the saints in every age, as we ponder the story of God's great love for the world, his freely givenness. As we prepare our hearts, I invite you to join me now in the lighting of the candle of love. The treasure of hope, peace, joy, find their origin in God's love. The treasure of love is freely given in Jesus Christ, who highly favors all who receive him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. 